Perfect. Hooray! Welcome to Conversation of Millennials. I am Nikki Alley. And this is Belle Mars. And welcome to 2019, everyone. Woohoo, yeah, we made it. We're not dead. I was supposed to die in 2016. Well, I feel like we were supposed to die a lot. Like, weren't we supposed to die in 2012, too? Yeah, and also we were all supposed to die in 2000. Yeah, we've just been just, unless this is all a fever dream, like, we've just been surviving. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome. Uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, I hope everybody has had a good Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's. I hope none of y'all did anything stupid. Although, you know, I didn't add this to our list of, like, news, but I just remembered about that kid who was egging people's cars. Oh. Did you hear about that? In yeah. Texas. Yeah, and he drove through a stoplight and killed a woman. Yeah. It's tragic. Yes, but uh, we can talk about that later with all the other tragic, sad news uh, that we have to deliver to people today and rant about. Um, first, we're going to talk about, how was your New Year's, Belmars? How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. It was kind of chill. Um, just watched Discovery ID, and there was, like, fireworks going off in my um, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, and then after it just calmed down, it was just nothing but smoke and, like, fog. And you can, like, smell fireworks. I'm thinking, are we in World War II now? Bro, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if someone just declared war in the middle of a holiday that had to do with fireworks <laughs> so they could cover up all of the, like, the bang, bang, bang noises. Um, yeah, I was, I spent my New Year's Eve and my New Year in um, Louisiana. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, I was, not really, I was drugged. I was drugged on New Year's Eve, yeah, because, like, I was in my grandmother's house, and as much as I love my grandmother, it's, like, walking into the wilderness, like, <laughs> in, like, a house. Like, if you manage not to see, like, a dead cockroach the Ooh. whole time you're there, or, like, a lizard, or, like... Yeah, uh, I can't work on Yeah, no, girl, listen, if you manage to go the whole time without seeing any of that, you have made it, Okay. <laughs> You're like batting a thousand, and I love her, but like, and she has a whole bunch of dust in her house, and just yeah, like I love my grandmother too, but I just can't trust anything. I mean, we probably go there and probably find a Wheaties box with Bruce Jenner's face on it. I'm thinking this food is old, but listen, yeah, and like Coke from the 1996 Olympics. Like, I mean, I don't, I feel like in 1996, they may still have been putting cocaine in Coke. So I feel like at that point, like, what is it, what chemical reactions have taken place in this bottle is what we should all be asking ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I don't trust them. Thinking, yeah, you know what? I'll just take my time with the coyotes. That's right. I'll go sleep outside. That's fine. Uh, it's basically the same thing. Uh, so, yeah, I was in my grandmother's house and I was like, ooh. So, but we came back New Year's Day and we went to a party and it was cool. So my New Year's was very chill, but my New Year's are always chill. Like, I feel like this year for December 20, 31st, 2019, I want to go to a party. Let's make that a New Year's resolution. Speaking of New Year's resolutions, <laughs> Belmars, do you have any uh, weird or unusual New Year's resolutions that you would like to tell our listeners about? Let's see. Do I personally have anything weird um, besides um, probably stay on top of my hygiene? Because sometimes I get like so caught up thinking, wait, did I brush my teeth tonight? Bro, I almost did. I almost left the house without brushing my teeth today. <laughs> I was like, wait, nobody needs to smell my morning breath. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, I had my one of mine is keep up with my finances. 
Yeah. Uh, mostly because like uh, I'm bad at it. Uh, but you know, also because I'm trying to move out. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if I can hack it. So you know, I got to keep up with my finances. Yeah. Um, and for, and another one for me is probably be a little bit more assertive at work. Like oh, yeah. I work in healthcare. Sometimes people come up to me, start complaining, like this is lousy customer service. And you know, I try to like, I try to be like, I apologize because you know we're kind of new here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna leave. Blah blah blah. So I'm thinking, problem thinking. You know what? Ma'am, I'm unpaid in my condition, and you're being a massive pain in my ass. So I'm just thinking, just just sign the paperwork, calm down, I'm doing my best, and uh, go fuck yourself and have a great day. Listen, you could open a can of grade A whoop-ass like that girl at McDonald's (laughs) did to that man who tried to attack her. Listen, I didn't watch that whole video, but I was like, ooh, girl, get him! That was the only time I've ever encouraged a black girl to, like... (laughs) To, to kick somebody's ass so thoroughly. But yeah, but generally, I'm guessing I try to be nice, but I'm probably, I mean, I'm still going to be nice and do everything, but probably stick up for myself and mm-hmm. thinking, okay, this isn't right. I'm doing the best I can yeah. and I need respect. I mean, I may come off like a bitch, but I stand up for what I believe in. That's right. This is good. I like that. Um, I don't have, I have like goals for the month. So my goal for this month is actually to call people more often on the telephone Mm -hmm. so if i call you at random times this month just know that it's because it's my goal for tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) i'll be calling you okay i'll be like in the two in the morning like hey (laughs) and you'll be all like should you sleep on the fridge we have work tomorrow oh yeah and for me another one of my goals is probably start waking up at 4 a.m to work out (gasps) i need to do that too yeah because now because i decide they with my work, I work an hour later and then I have an hour commute. So yeah, work ends at five and then I don't get home till six and then I need to go do studying for the MCAT. Right. So that's like probably another time thinking, where do I squeeze exercise in? Yeah, so. like I was thinking about that too because I'm about to like have a like a terrible commute too. So I'm kind of like, I probably should wake up early and just work out. Like, uh, <laughs> but it's going to be so hard. If, like we're, I'm going to have to go to bed earlier. Probably like I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm going to bed now. It's nine o'clock. People be like, you like you old ass. <laughs> what are you doing? Going to sleep? Yeah. Unless I have to sacrifice something. I'm thinking, do we need only like seven hours of sleep? Nine? I think uh, to be a fully functioning adult, you need between six and seven. Okay. But it's recommended you get eight. But I mean, you can make up for that shit on the weekend, I guess. Oh, well, know. they say you can't really make up for sleep. It's kind of uh-huh. like a bank account that keeps resetting every day. Ah. Uh-huh. You need X amount of sleep. Have to find it somewhere, and kind of like sleeping hours don't roll over. But that's a good. See, this is why she's here because I'm <laughs> saying shit that is not true, and she's just like, "Shut up, Nicolette. This is what." It is. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like I think it's seven, six or seven yeah. to be a fully functioning adult. With yeah. or without coffee. I mean, I don't do coffee, but so I do tea. See, I'm bad at tea and coffee. I'm clearly not an adult because I just drink juice and water. <laughs> I'm thinking I drink water like and like oolong tea or green tea because I heard like somewhere thinking, oh yeah, it helps you lose my, um, fat in the midsection. I'm thinking, hmm, I should go drink it more often. Plus, top fat has caffeine, but not too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. So I like to drink it between, well, I have a hot water at work, uh, hot water heater and cold water to like to fill it up and drink my tea. Mm. It calms me. 
I should probably do that, you know, since I'm going on this. I feel like spiritual journeys and teas, like, go hand in hand, you know? Like, I feel like I should just be sitting, like, cross-legged on my floor, like, trying to contact the spirits and sipping, like, some green tea while I'm doing it. <laughs> so the spirits can be all like, that's a, that's a serious bitch. We need to talk to her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I can't drink green tea on an empty stomach. It makes me, like, nauseous. So oh. I have to, like, eat something. Yeah, girl. I totally understand. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, unusual uh, New Year's resolutions, um, I looked up some on the internet just because, you know, everybody knows the typical ones. Like, like we said last time, you lose weight. Um, you save, try to save money. Mm -hmm. um, you try to... What else is one that... What am I Lose losing? weight. Save, save money. More, save money. Uh, probably travel more. Travel more, yeah. That's good. Learn something new. Yeah. All of those are great and good and fabulous. But as we discussed last time, most people uh, like cut that shit out. Like in the middle of January. <laughs> They're like, well, well, I'm done. Well, another life hack probably started two, year, um, two weeks before... Um, um, New Year's Eve or mm -hmm. New Year's. I'm thinking I might take that. That's right. I think I heard that if you start like your New Year's resolutions early, like you started earlier than the New Year, like you, you're more likely to retain this habit. And they say it does take 21 days to build a habit. So you're already halfway there if you do it two weeks before the New yeah. Year. So, hey, by the time you want to quit, you're like, I can't. I'm already doing it. Um. So, yes. So, like, interesting New Year's resolutions to do instead of um, all those or in conjunction with those is, like, um, I like this one. Do something nice for others every day. That's super pay it forward to me. Yeah, that is something nice. I'm thinking or a nice thing. It's probably yield or probably help someone or give them a compliment. Yeah, that's right. Give somebody a rhythm. Like you just look at them and you're like, I like your earrings, girl. You got a good style. And you just walk away and expect nothing. See, that's nice. That's cute. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Get your finances in order is probably the same thing as save money. But mm -hmm. I think it's like instead of like a lot of people are kind of all like, um, you know, I want to, like, save this much money. I mm -hmm. think getting your finances in order probably is more like, don't spend all this money on this. Cut yeah. out this. Do this instead of this. So, okay, like, okay, what stupid shit can I cut out? Like, right. I'm paying for a gym membership, and I don't go to the gym. That's right. Probably cut that out. Mm -hmm. I don't even watch Netflix, so probably cut that out. Probably find, like, little things to save money. Like, mm -hmm. okay, then probably don't go to Chick-fil-A um, every day. Mm -hmm. Probably thinking, okay, I can probably just look up a Chick-fil-A copycat recipe and right. just do the same thing at home. Listen, Walmart is selling the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh. So, they, there you go. Go buy that in bulk and be like, I don't ever have to. The and game is changed now. The game is changing. Okay, somebody's about to cut that recipe, and Chick-fil-A is about to bring down the wrath of God <laughs> on them, okay? Listen, I'm waiting for it, and I'm hungry. Um, let's see what else. Do something different in your routine every day. So, yeah, that's good if, like, anybody's suffering from like, yeah. burnout or something. They're like, I'm bored with my life. So Yeah, because I'm guessing we always have that one person we know to just keep playing, like, oh, I hate my job. I hate my wife. I hate my whoever. I hate my dog. I'm thinking, okay. I mean, there's one thing sometimes you just need a vent. Like, right. okay, I'm here if you need something. But if you keep complaining, like, 
okay, what can you do to change it? I mean, not everyone can just up and leave your job. Right. I'm thinking, okay, then probably consider getting another job or probably change the way you deal with your job. Right. So I'm thinking always change, like something small, like change your mindset. Like I hate my job thinking, huh, it's great that I get to have a job that gives me income. That's right. Yeah. I think that's good too for overall, like people are focused really on big changes. Like I want to lose like this much weight. I want to save this much money. It's always big numbers and stuff like that. I think it's more effective if you just do small changes throughout the year. And then by the time you get to the new, like the end of the year, you're like, oh my God, I'm a totally different person yeah like so and i think that's as humans that's what we should be doing anyway just growing and trying to yeah it's really small changes just like okay don't always get a large combo chick-fil-a just get Mm -hmm. a smaller combo right just cut back and just cut back i mean it's really the small victories yeah that make the war friend yeah so kind of like climbing up the stairs without getting out of sweat or be able to do like five push-ups like if i can do 10 push i mean so far i can do like three or four with perfect form but hopefully by the end of this year i can probably do 10 perfectly and probably pull up my body weight that's right and then listen she probably gonna do more than 10 but since (laughs) she's what is that what is that quote uh shoot for the stars and land on the moon or something i mean uh, if you shoot for the i don't remember it's like aim high but even if you don't get there, you'll still be in a really good place. Because yeah, I'm thinking the sky isn't limited. There are steps on the moon or something like that. Yeah, something like it's something poetic and shit that we forgot. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like if you uh, if you shoot for the stars, you'll land on the moon and you'll be just fine with that. You'll be like, yeah. well, I'm better in a better place than I was when I started. So yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Try new food each week. I love food, personally. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm thinking especially you have, like, friends. Like, I remember several years ago when I was in college, I had a Vietnamese friend, like, have, oh, am I going to take to this fuck place? I'm thinking, what the hell is pho? Is it pho or pho? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, try some pho. I'm thinking, now is one of my favorite foods ever. Bro, I said every time she's, like, she's, like, let's go get some pho. I'm like, Belinda, <laughs> it's, like, hot outside. <laughs> pho is delicious. Like, I know pho is good, but, like, I th- okay. I'm like, yeah. Okay, and I remember also over the weekend, well, before my uh, SO and I, we went to this place called Sam's Fried Chicken and Donuts. Uh, they sent all sorts of pictures, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have, like, this two glass donuts with like um chicken strips in it and i'm not sure what they put in their sodas but it was delicious crack. and yes <laughs> probably was crack and i'm thinking oh my god i can't finish this tag out my boyfriend like you know what tag in he only took two bites and thinking okay i'm done and the spicy chicken was good so i'm thinking new air especially since we live in such a huge city bro uh yes houston is like the central place for food i think yeah in the south at least shit yeah <laughs> i mean especially big cities because it keeps you like oh these are the top 10 restaurants I'm thinking huh i was past there haven't went there right yeah wow like, like my we got a book in the mail like a, a top 100 restaurants in houston yeah. and i was like oh my god i saw that <laughs> or like i'll be like i went to that place one time it was good like like Bubba's is a one place. Now I'm just advertising for people. Right. But Bubba's is a great place to have like buffalo burgers too. Mm-hmm. It's like in the underpass. A little bit difficult to get to, but look it up. Bubba's. I mean, buffalo burgers are a little bit more than beef burgers, but it's mm-hmm. totally worth it because buffaloes. Buffalo. Why not? Just eat it. Um, I 
I'm trying to think of a good burger place that I went to. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's in Pearland. It is Ooh. so good. Um, if we had our friend on here, she would know immediately what I was talking about. But yeah, try something new food. Like, don't just eat the same food every... It's or probably boring. if you can't afford to walk out, probably just pick up new recipes. Yes. Get you like an air fryer. Oh my God, we just yeah. got ours and we've already used it like four times. <laughs> like a good investment that we did was uh, we had like a soda stream so mm -hmm. you get to carbonate your own water so we right. get to like make our own sodas mm -hmm. and of course you know and it's a good way for you to cut out sodas because uh -huh. I'm thinking one thing I really love about sodas is probably the carbonatedness right the bubbliness is just the best part yeah so I guess the scientist in me since I have a degree in biology is like right. okay I like this part of the soda I need to get this but how can I make this healthier mm -hmm. probably use like actual fruit in it mm -hmm. And then that's a good snack afterwards. Yes. And uh, experiment with different ones. And even so, I like I like to go on Pinterest and look up recipes. Like I have my new signature dessert, which is kind of like this brownie and then Oreo and then chocolate chip cookie underneath. The yeah. Jeanette's is way. If you don't know what the Jeanette's is, okay. <laughs> The Jardins is the runs, baby. That shows that the Jardins is waiting to happen. Yes. Oh it's, my God. So probably um, learn how to cook because I'm yes. thinking cooking is a very uh, valuable tool to have. Start mm -hmm. early. Yes. Get you a pressure cooker. Get you a crock pot. Like if you have to splurge a little bit to get the Bluetooth one so that yeah. you can tell it to keep your shit cold <laughs> while you're at work. And then when you're on your way home, you like cook that bitch. <laughs> and by the time you get there, you'd be all like, I have a whole meal. Like, just so, yeah, so you do what you got to do. Learn how to cook some food, probably try to make healthy food. So, therefore, you can be more versatile. I'm thinking, oh, you cook this? Yes. Yes, I did. That's stupid sexy, too. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. if, like, you'd be like, yeah, I cook because this is my pressure cooker. They'll be like, girl, take me now. Yeah. Uh, do a picnic. Yeah, it's a picnic. Uh, let's see what else we have. Learn something you never learned as a child. Oh, that, that's good to, like, go back in your past and be like, what was this thing I was obsessed with? I'm going to learn more about it. Yeah, like, one thing I never learned as a kid is how to do monkey bars. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I sucked at them because every time I go up, it just, eh, I have no upper body strength. Girl, I'll teach you. Yeah, so I suck at monkey bars. We'll go on, a, as a grown adults. we'll go on a playground. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you how to do the monkey bars because I love yeah. the hell out of the monkey bars. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of something as a kid that I didn't learn. I don't know. I just feel like I just had a lot of curiosity as a kid. I feel like that's just a good mentality to have as an adult, too, just to be like, don't let, like, the world and how shitty it is get you down. Like, you yeah. can still have a zest and a curiosity for things. Like, go to the library. We're sitting in one right now. Go to a <laughs> library. Like, go to, like, get on your computer. Find places. Go to, like, craft stores. Learn how to craft. Go to cooking classes. I want to go to a cooking class. Do something. Go or even, like, a gymnastics class right. or, like, CPR. Yes. One of my coworkers was showing, like, oh, yeah, here is, I think, like, I think the junior league or something was, like, doing free CPR classes. Right. So if you want to learn CPR, there's something else. Right. Look for free classes, then. Mm -hmm. Or let's see. Or probably just learn a second language. Like, yeah. I need to pick up me some Spanish. Yeah, I feel like every single one of our friends is saying that, like, we all need to. We just need to learn, like, form a Spanish group, like a Spanish learning group or something. Oh, I know. We can learn different things in the chapter. Like, I'll learn uh, all of the verbs or something and how <laughs> they work. And you learn all of the nouns. And you learn all. See, like, we'll just, we'll do it that way. Just be creative, friends. 
Um, let's see. Develop a good relationship with your body. Yeah, love your body. Friends. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, then. I may not like my stomach, but I'm thinking it's there. It's there, yeah. And I'm thinking I like to feel my body, so drink more water mm -hmm. or drink. Girl, I thought you said feel your body. And I'm like that, too. Feel up your body. Yes, thinking what turns me on sexually. I don't mm -hmm. need someone else to know that. I don't need someone else. Um... Also, like, also take care of hygiene. So, considering your body's a temple, yeah, you are your own cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Um, you are in charge of you. So, okay, then take care of yourself. Do my your hair, wash uh -huh. your face. I mean, I still need to do my hair. I just did my hair. I do need to do a better. I'm trying to start a better face routine. That reminds me, I need to take a selfie later so I can do it before and after. Because uh, I'm trying different products to see if they work on my face. So, um, yes, yeah, like invest in some K-care, like Korean skincare <laughs> products. Those, those, listen, yo, you can laugh, but those people know how to keep their skin like well, like tight. That's all I'm saying. Like they look like they're 12 and they're 40. Like that's all I'm saying. I don't know how they do that, but it's clearly some witchcraft that I need to learn. Okay, so... If that means I need to buy this tiny bottle of your Korean magic, then I will. Yeah, and certain food might be expensive, but I'm thinking, okay, is it worth the investment? Mm -hmm. I'm keen because a lot of people say, nah, I'd rather buy like uh, ramen noodles. I mean, no, ramen noodles are not good for you. <laughs> Occasionally. Like, I, uh, by the way, fun fact about me, I never had ramen. Really? Yes. <laughs> like the, the instant no, ramen? No, none of it. No instant. I've never had instant ramen. I've never had like, like full-on ramen I've never had any of that my brother used to be obsessed with it though yeah because I remember growing up sometimes my mom made that a lot so thinking and eh, we just fight over the last ramen packet <laughs> yeah our, our siblings on the royal rumble of the WWE yes mm. all right let's see um make a new friend a month if you're sociable, I feel like that's easy. Uh, yeah. It's probably harder if you're like an introvert. But Yeah, I mean, I like to see myself as an outgoing introvert. I mean, uh, I still need like time away from people to yes. recharge my batteries, but I do like people. Mm -hmm. I think another thing to add is kind of like strengthening relationship you already have, like with right. my coworkers. You know, if we just talk about work, but right now we're spending a little bit more on lunch breaks together, get to talk to them a little bit more, mm -hmm. more it's about interesting experience. Uh -huh. Like, I know a couple of my coworkers speak Spanish. I think, can you teach me something? Listen, they should join our Spanish. Are you listening, like, confrontational <laughs> listeners? We clearly just need to form a Spanish group. Yeah, um, so some people who are bilingual, I'm thinking you learn more about them. So I get to, like, learn more about my coworkers, mm -hmm. my boss, probably some hot tea about some other people. Like, yeah, I work yeah. here for a long time, and yes, I can girl. tell you some things. I miss Spill it, girl. I made some hot goss this morning. My grandmother is staying in our house. She was telling all of the town gossip, and I'm like, well, damn, I have to leave. I have to go uh, tape, but when I come back, rest assured, <laughs> I'm going to get that hot gossip. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of think I might do this, or at least try to go out more, because I, like you said, and like psychology says, there really is, I don't think there really is like a true, like, introvert versus out, uh, uh, extrovert. I feel like most people are at balance. Now you can have extremes, but I feel like that goes more into like 
that goes more into like a dysfunction type thing because yeah. you should really have like a healthy balance. So if you feel like you are like an extreme introvert and you don't like going out places, that might be a form of anxiety. That mm. might be a form of, uh, you know, depression. That might be a form of paranoia. So I would talk to someone about that. And I feel like if you feel like you have to have people to have a good time, that is, uh, that's like another form, you know, of anxiety or um, codependence even so you mm-hmm. definitely need to talk to like so you like think about these things so I feel like most people are like a nice mixture one maybe a little bit bigger than the other but not too bad um let's see I don't think breaking a record is something that I can do do you think you can break a record like a professional record or like a personal record that's a good point it depends on how you frame it you could be all like, I could break a personal record. That That's way more attainable than being like, I'm going to unwrap the most straws in an hour. Like, <laughs> like what? Okay. Yeah, kind of like a personal record. Like, huh, that's the farthest I made it in like jogging wise. Mm-hmm. So probably, or this the smallest my waist has got. I'm thinking Girl. like uh, setting like personal goals. Mm-hmm. I think it's more achievable, like professional goals. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking... If you want to work towards, like, if you want to, like, join a marathon, thinking, you know what? I'm going to beat that record. That's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, again, that's more like the shoot for the stars, land on the moon type of thing, too. Yeah. Um, girl, that waist thing hit me, though, because I'm like, I'm about to be in a wedding, and, like, <laughs> I need to trim this waist down. Although, we measured me the other, like, yesterday, and I was like, my proportions are not terrible. <laughs> I just need to trim. Just needs a little trim. Um... Learn a decent party trick. I don't know, like, what that is. But I can read some tarot cards for you at your party. <laughs> like, I have them with me at all times. I mean, let's see. Unless you pick up, like, a magic trick to probably, like, break the ice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's that behind your ear? It's a coin. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I was looking for that. Thanks. What's your name? Well, I know the little dot trick. So what you do, you either get, like, a marker Mark your finger with it, tell someone to put their hands out, and then you grab their hand, mark their hand, like, okay, you need to put it a little bit higher, close it, put a dot on your hand, rub it, and tell them to open their hand, and give me a dot on it. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm explaining it properly, but I guess some of you guys could probably look for it. I don't know. It's a link. Interesting. Um, (laughs) So I'm thinking, like, some cheap magic tricks, or at least an interesting story. Right. Yeah, like, like, one time I was on the, like, the some sort of mountain and I met an alpaca and tamed it and rode it down to the bottom or something I don't know like I like to tell this story as an icebreaker that I was once attacked by an elephant right see listen now I'm like intrigued I've never heard this story and we've been friends for 14 years like I want to know the story now okay so I was a freshman at USC we had to Mm -hmm. go to the Houston Zoo Uh to go um get some animals for this project so uh-huh. i saw this elephant and i'm thinking huh i could probably ride it on you as zoo was about to close and they start coming closer to me uh-huh. and it starts puffing smoke on me like Phew. i'm thinking i'm just trying to move and it's like Phew. okay it's scary so i'm thinking i just walked away and she's like eyeing me down uh-huh. and just like Phew. i'm thinking this elf i must have done something to this elephant personally listen like yeah like listen. heard it so i'm thinking yeah i mean this elephant probably try to kill me well, yeah. That's I mean, aggressive. by attacking like smoke at me, I'm not sure why it does it. 
Hmm. Well, I'm gonna look that up later just to figure out what it was trying to do. Because I'm like really interested now. Like, why was the elephant blowing? Maybe it was trying to play with you. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. And the last one is get your photo taken in five interesting places. So this is good if you want to travel or if you don't know your city that well. Like, I feel like it doesn't matter how long we live here, we will never know Houston <laughs> like as well as we think we do. Yeah, um, like the Centennial Gardens is a great picture um, place to take a picture. Right, see, I don't know what that is. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Memorial, either it was like Memorial or Herman Park in downtown. Oh. Like, yeah, it's just like different like statues of different people, like mm. a Christopher Columbus statue, a Gandhi gross. statue given to, I mean, halfway gross to, <laughs> but, uh, and different like statues given to different culture societies in Houston, because, you know, Houston's an international right, hub. Yes. And then another place to take an interesting picture in Houston is the, wa- um, the water wall downtown. Yes, uh-huh, I've taken pictures there before. It's very nice, very beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And then the Rothgold Chapel is also an interesting mm-hmm. place. It's like an interfaith chapel near St. Thomas in mm-hmm. downtown. Uh-huh. And... So probably just interesting landmarks or place you haven't gone. That's already even. three. Yeah. Oh, there's 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 this place, there's this place that is a whole bunch of murals. Mm. I can't remember um, if like if uh, Lin Lin was here, she would know. But um, we like we were visiting our friend, and she said like down the street there was just this whole block of like murals. Like oh everywhere. yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's a couple murals, and then I remember it's like different paintings. I remember. Yeah. Driving down 45, and there's one painting of, he said, Houston. And on top of that, where it says Houston, also has a picture of Selena. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, yeah, anything. So anyone from Texas knows who Selena is, heard of her, probably even watched the movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking there's different parts or even like art statues and someplace part of your city. I mean, I'm not sure unless you live in, like, buttfuck nowhere. But even, like, yeah. buttfuck nowhere has, has like to have something. something interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, hiking trails right. or, like, Appreciate corn. Nature. Yeah, corn. Corn yeah. is beautiful in the nature. right light. Or snow. My dad, like, picked up a sandstone outside his job yesterday just because the light was hitting it right. <laughs> and he brought it home for me, and he's like, it reminded me of you. It looked like a potato. <laughs> like, he was holding it, and I'm like, you brought me a potato? And he's like, no, it's a rock. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Dad. Right? My daddy's so cute. Um, yeah, my, my dad, my father. Don't be gross. Uh, okay. I think we've rambled enough about uh, New Year's resolutions. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and rant about the news. Yes. Yeah. I'm back. Yay. Yes. And now for the news. The good, the bad, and Trump makes an ugly man, baby. Here we go. Speaking of Trump being an ugly man, baby, throwing a temper tantrum, he's decided to shut down the whole government because he can't get his invisible, tilted wall that will keep the Mexicans for and the other caravan members from driving straight in and turning left and getting to America. Yeah, and that it has to be made of steel because, you know, steel is stronger than concrete. I mean, he never said concrete, did he? Oh, who the fuck knows what he said? (laughs) Yeah, so he said it has to be see-through. So I'm thinking it's not really a wall, it's a fence. I mean, that's the only time you want steel to be see-through. And then, well, no, he could, listen, listen. Trevor Noah makes the best jokes because he's just like, he just needs to, somebody, a contractor just needs to hire some Mexican minds to just be all like, oh my God, it's so strong, I can't get through it. (laughs) 
what are we gonna do? Like, I can't though. I don't understand how, like, and just like, like going again, like this stupid press conference, there's like way too much to unpack just from yeah. those words alone. But like, let's go back to this government shutdown. Like, so I, I think I probably need to pull up the facts about the government shutdown, but it's been shut down for how many days? Um, I think it's like 13, 14 days in counting. So the thing is, I'm thinking the government can't 100% be shut down. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are partially, well, it's known as a partial shutdown. So some um, federal employees have to work. Like if you're part of TSA or your mm-hmm. job is the necessary then right. you would have to work without pay right yeah that's so that's all that's tsa that's um uh mail carriers right um who else is that that's a lot of people yeah but anyone deem unnecessary like i like i have a father who works for a government agency i mean he's i mean last government couple government shut us he had to work as his job was seen necessary but now he isn't uh-huh. so i'm thinking now he isn't working and i have someone that works in the tsa he's a tsa agent he's kind of like pissed off i'm thinking noah trump can suck my dick from the back his exact words well that he has to work for tsa and he's not being paid I'm thinking what about the bills and the trump in the press conference we say like you know I used to be a landlord. They'll be forgiving. Like, yeah, we understand. Like, I just, I don't think it's something that we can understand as a functioning, rational human beings with beating hearts. But like, I, I get like, I get sleepless when I say the wrong thing to a stranger on a street. <laughs> and I like sit there and still ask myself like, oh my God, how could I have done that better and been a nicer person? But you have shut down the entire government and affected how many people? I, I want to find the exact number of people's lives you fucked up. It's about 800,000. On top of that, like with natural landmarks, like parks and museums, right. like all those people are not cleaning it. It's going to get dust, uh, dirty. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, hey, everyone who wants to visit this um, Yellowstone, can you guys, uh, you know, clean after yourselves? Please and thank you. See, yeah, it says it remained open after the shutdown. This is a New York Times uh, piece that was uh, published on the 2nd of January. It said it remained open after the shutdown but closed on Wednesday in part because the park service could not keep up by the mess uh, left by the visitors. Yeah, I'm just thinking, who the fuck are the people that talk like, yeah, keep going, Donald. We don't need to work. I'm thinking, really? And thing is with steel, I mean, he's the one that's putting like tariffs on steel, which makes it more expensive. Thing is with the tariffs, what I learned is that mm-hmm. with steel, like the people who make steel are Gucci. They're fine because you know they're making money. But people who make products out of steel, like nails or cars or something like that, or even like soda companies, um, they're gonna be losing their jobs because you know steel is now more expensive. Right, yeah. It's, well, really, when you think about it, it affects us all because, like, they said that we're not going to get our federal tax return because of the shutdown, I think, right? Yeah. Um, but we still have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. Uh, yeah, but this affects, like, Medicare, Medicaid. This affects the parks, the museums, the people who work, trans- the TSA, like you were saying. Who else? Uh, oh, those people, speaking of those people... Um, there was a, I was telling you earlier about um, those kids that died on mm-hmm. the roadways going to Disney World. They yeah. can't investigate that because the government is shut down. Damn. Like, so those kids are just, there's five, seven people are dead. Five kids, two, uh, two 18-wheeler 
uh, truck drivers are dead and they can't, their death can't be probably investigated now because you have decided to throw this tantrum and ruin not just like 800,000 people's lives who are employed. You've ruined, you're basically like slowing us all down day by day. Yeah. I mean, it's not just 18, well, 800,000 people. There's also 800,000 families right. and friends, you know, that relies on that income. I'm thinking, yeah, we're not making billions or millions of dollars mm-hmm. from like being politicians, but there are people at the bottom who have to worry about making day by day payments. Right. Yeah. Vet- veterans benefits have been shut down. Uh, let's see. Let's see. As a such on said in a statement that the department would be unaffected because it's already fully funded through the 2019 fiscal year. Oh, well, th- oh, well, thankfully it doesn't happen. They've been uh, fully funded, which thank God, like, cause they're not getting anything else. Food aid and inspections. The 40 million or so people were feed- received food stamps will still get the benefit for January. Okay. That's good. Other aid programs. Focus on child nutrition, including school lunch and breakfast programs, will continue operating into February. So that's good. At least not fucking up everything for everybody. God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, oh, but wait. Food assistance programs for women, children, and infants, and for people on Native American reservations, can continue to operate at the state and local levels, depending on what funding remains. But federal funds will not support these programs until it ends. So, so really, I'm thinking if you're part of my minority group, like Native Americans, I'm thinking you're kind of getting screwed over. Basically, like if you rely on paycheck to paycheck to survive, you're basically screwed. You're going, if this is an ensue, like you're going to get kicked out of your apartment or you're not going to be able to eat for however long or whatever, what have you. Um you're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to go. I mean, parks and museums doesn't seem like a lot, but you're not going to be able. What you going to do with screaming kids? You have screaming kids till Tuesday. Can't take them to the park or the museum. This is just anything that's like it's just like federally funded. Then yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed. Like I mean, and then you have to think about like all these people still have to go to work and do their jobs, and they just not getting paid. Yeah, which just really. It just really screws up a lot of families and people who relies on that income. It's, so. it's just it's just gross. It was, but we but we are both aware that if we talk any more about this, we could go on for literally <laughs> the entire hour. Well, let's move on to those um, to more details about those uh, those people um, who died in the Avoyes Parish. Uh, bus incident so they were going to disney world right from what i know they were going to disney world uh they were traveling northbound uh there was an 18 wheeler and a truck i guess somewhere close to them in the vicinity the 18 wheeler nobody knows what happened but the 18 wheeler uh clipped the truck pushed the truck next to the um the van the church van that had i think 12 Occupants in there, nine children, three chaperones, mm-hmm. pushed them into the northbound, I mean the southbound lane. So they pushed them over all of these lanes, right. pushed them into the southbound lane, um, Go them going with it. So the 18-wheeler has at least two cars, I think, pinned by it. It runs into another 18-wheeler in the southbound lane, um, and the van that tips over ejects five kids, okay? Ooh. 
Um, and it's possible one of them could have gotten run over in the southbound lane because somebody, this happened, like, I guess very quickly, um, uh, 60 seconds, because so the person could not stop. They possibly ran over one or more of the kids, and five of them are dead. And the two 18-wheelers that collided caught on fire. So, and it was a diesel fire. So it's, I think they're still trying. I don't know if they put it out yet or not. I think this happened at least two days ago. So, but the roads are fucked up. The road is still blocked, I think, because of all of this damage that has happened. Um, and uh, like we said before, like they can't investigate this because of the shutdown. Um, they want to send investigative teams out, teams out, but they can't. So, um, you know, like we just wanted to let y'all know that in case you haven't watched the national news, um, to just kind of, if you believe in God, pray for those families, those people, because yes. that's a terrible thing to learn, like about your child when you thought they were going to go to a nice vacation on Disney World. Um, and just like for everybody, because my family is from around that area. So like, I just like, you know, pray for everybody over there. Um, do whatever you feel like you can do for them. And just like ask for, for peace for all these families. Um, that's definitely what I'm going to do because it's, it's, it's hard to hear. Um, but anyway... Um, well, I have one piece of good news. So mm -hmm. in Washington State, Governor Jay Inslee offered pardons thousands of misdemeanors for pot conventions. So people who have been charged anywhere between like January 1st, 1998 to December 5th, 2012, who uh -huh. have like a clean criminal record, but the only thing that they had was pot convicted, they're all pardoned for it. Yeah. So, which means it's great, especially with um, people who have like criminal record that really hinders you for getting housing, for, getting, jobs. for jobs, uh -huh. and for things like that. So, yes. And he calls it the Marijuana Injustice Initiative. Yeah, because it really is an injustice to go to jail just because you possess some marijuana. Yeah, and he <laughs> said, we sh and quote from the government, uh, we should no longer be punishing people for something that is no longer illegal be behavior in the state of Washington. Right. So I'm thinking if pot is legal, you shouldn't have, like, issues having, like, uh, so you have a criminal record in drugs and now weed is legal. I think you should probably clear that. And I really hope for other states who do have like legal marijuana, other mm -hmm. states should follow suit. Right. Definitely. I did hear, I think the other day that the criminal, the, the reform, like the prison reform, mm -hmm. actually like the first, one of the first people who is going to be affected by it, like actually got out of jail the other day. Mm. I don't remember his exact name. I should probably look that up, but yeah. um, I'll clarify it later. But yeah, he got, he got released, um, I think, a couple of days ago um, from prison for, like, very petty charges. Yeah. Um, so one of the only good things that Trump has done. President <laughs> Trump and thinking it, and it's bipartisan thing. So I got to say that's hella uplifting because mm -hmm. our prison population, especially in the U.S., is a big issue. It is. It needs to be uh I'm reformed. Yeah, it needs to be reformed, and um, I'm trying to figure out why everybody that looks my color or darker is in there. But whatever. Yes, that's another topic for another day for us to talk about for hours on end. Um, speaking of the government, uh, the reps were sworn in with the representatives. Was it yesterday or the day before? I want to say probably just be jumping sometime this week. <laughs> yes, that was a great. I should have started with that. Sometime this week, the representatives were sworn in. It was great. I loved the picture of um, the bisexual atheist uh, uh, senator that was sworn in <laughs> um, with uh, uh, Pence. 
<laughs> she she swore on a on a law book and he's just standing there and you could just see like all the hatred seeping out of him <laughs> like oh my god i wish i didn't have to breathe the same air that you're breathing <laughs> you're all sorts of wrong exactly it was so it was so funny just to see it like and it's and it's so great to see like all of like the different like you know the first native american has been woman yeah. has been sworn in the first um well, there's Muslim immigrant, yeah. Like women were sworn in. They wore their their traditional garb, and it was fantastic. All of them, yeah. and of course, uh, Ocasio Ortez. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people like this is her dancing in high school, in college at Boston University. I'm thinking it's quirky. I mean, you're just making her more likable, kind of like the deal with Beto O'Rourke. I haven't found anything about her that I don't like yet. <laughs> okay, I mean, and if something comes out and it's like petty as hell, I'm gonna be like, or you not once a youth a dumb youth who did stupid things like i just get over it she's a woman you're mad stop okay. and also in harris county we have like the most population of black judges yes. black female, female judges, judges that's been mm. sworn in so hashtag black excellence hashtag black girls rock hashtag who am i millennial speaking in these hashtags it's right black girl right. magic so it's just really inspiring because you don't always get to see those um, images of black professional yeah, women. those role models. Yes, Tug, definitely. Oh, I can already feel all of the little black girls going, Mommy, I'm going to be a judge. Just like uh, name one of the 19 <laughs> black women who are now judges. <laughs> Listen. Like all of them. Like all of them. They're all so beautiful. Um, let's see. Uh, before we're, let, let's go to R. Kelly last. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of black girl magic, Gronish. It actually has partnered with the, the app Scholly mm. that gives us scholarships. Like uh, it's like a scholarship match app. It gives us scholarships for oh, so kids. If you're going to college, get Scholly. Um, <laughs> that gives out. Listen, Scholly, just sponsor us, okay? It gives <laughs> out uh, like it gives you information about scholar, uh, scholarships for for college or whatever. They have partnered with Grunish to pay off your student loans. Oh, and I think it's for forty thousand dollars. Uh, so it, it's really easy. I applied for it, yo. Uh, <laughs> if you just go on, there's a, there's a link. A, there's a Forbes article link. I think I'm gonna put it in our description. Okay, y'all can y'all can go there and apply for it. Um, but it's just I think it's a Scully forward slash Gronish, um, and you just fill out your name, where you went to school. Um, how much debt you got? Uh, <laughs> if you use Scully and like basically like your your basic information, like your address and stuff like that, your phone number, your email, stuff like that, you fill that out, and it's easy. You're good to go, and then you're entered in the drawing. And so I think they're gonna pull the winners in early February. Oh, cool. uh, so you have till January the thirty first to apply. Please do that if you have, and it's not just for people in college; it's also for college graduates. Oh, cool. So. Girl, go, girl, boy, whoever you are, however you ascribe uh, yourself, go there. Get yourself into the drawing, even though I would very much like to win. I want everyone <laughs> to know about the opportunity. Get yourself in the drawing and see if you can win you some money. Or at least some money so you can listen. So you can save some money. Shit. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, uh, do you want to talk about Bird Box? We should talk about Jasmine Barnes, though. Jasmine Barnes, uh, I don't know if you know, we probably should have connected that to the to the a voice pair, but Jasmine Barnes, seven year old, seven years old, yes. was killed 
in by, Houston. In Houston, by uh, in fact, let me pull up the facts because uh, I don't want to disrespect her case. Um, Seven-year-old believed she was shot in the head, and her mother was shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. So she had to do like the press conference from her hotel. No, not the hotel, but the hospital room. Yeah. So what we know about the shooter is that he's a white male. I believe Mm -hmm. he had a beard. He has, I think they say that he had, well, from the police drawing they have, he has some stubble. But I think they might have given an updated uh, description of the killer recently. Um, Because what I'm, I'm on Vox right now. And this was, well, this was from January 5th. This is from today, supposedly. And they still have this drawing up. So... I guess uh, it's uh, it still pretty much holds up, um, but oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it says um, it was to yeah. The gunman fired in her mother's car on December thirtieth, um, and he killed her obviously, and he shot the mom. Um, let's see. This is the man. It was on East Ham, Sam Houston Parkway, Front Road at Wallaceville. Um, he's a thin white man, 30s to 40s. Uh, he was driving a red pickup. Obviously, they want you to call the 713-221-6000 for tips. Um, there's surveillance footage that's been released. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so of course everybody is devastated by this. They've even offered a $100,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest and a GoFundMe account to set up the cost of her funeral. Um, Well, and they've already exceeded their goal. So if you still want to give to them, though, it's coming up, I think they said on Tuesday, because they want to catch him before her funeral. Uh, so it's already got $60,000 if you still want to, you know, get to the family. Um, I think I might find a GoFundMe page and post that in there too. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just another put like racist attack. Yeah, I mean, right now they say they're probably going to execute it as well, investigate it as a hate crime. Mm -hmm. So, so far, of course you say warrant for the rest. And that there's received many potential leads. Mm-hmm. Say, they were going to the Joe V Smart Shop near their home when the car came and rest at a stoplight on a feeder road next to a tollway. Nearby was at a Walmart and strip mall, banks, and a Starbucks and other businesses. So they're describing the area mm-hmm. which the event happened. Right. So it's really a tragic event. Yeah, it's, and it's just, you know, it's, well, they think that it might be connected with the 2017 shooting uh, that happened like nearby, I think, but nobody has really commented on it yet. Uh, but apparently, it's uh, a black man. Um, yeah, they were shot at um, by a man driving a pickup. So, uh, yeah, um, I think. Uh, it's just it's uh it's just another thing to add to the list of just it's another thing to add to the scale of what we have to deal with. Okay, because at the very least, like you're gonna be profiled for something, um, or attacked like this girl was at this McDonald's, or you're gonna be profiled if you just wanna go into your apartment 
yeah. uh, after a long day's work to this, which is, it's a, this is a seven-year-old girl, okay? Right. Let me make that clear. This was a child, okay? Like, we can't even, like, take our children anywhere yeah. without them being at risk for possibly being shot. Like... Or, or profiled or anything like that. Like, this is this is the worst on the scale. Like, this goes under Tamar Rice. Um, why did I just forget that child's name? Oh, Tamir Rice. Yeah, Tamir Rice. Um, um, uh, the one who started this all. What's Michael Brown? No, Michael Brown. The the young one who was shot by what's-his-face Zimmerman. Oh, uh, Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. This just goes in with all of those um, those tragic incidents that happened to those kids, just for being black or wearing a hoodie, or being black or being in and being in somebody's car, or being black and holding a toy gun. Can't yeah. do shit. Like our yeah. kids can't do shit. Like all you're all you're doing now is breeding a fear and a hatred. So if you want black people to hate you i think you're doing a fantastic job <laughs> if that's if you don't think that something should happen to this man or something should have happened to any of those men well who, whoever it is is, is a cold-blooded murderer we're yeah. not sure who he is so i'm thinking you probably do what you can to vocash this killer right yeah like and so i expect anybody who has any information you need to come forward and you need to give it to this man because this child did not deserve to be murdered. I don't care what you say. You can't say that she was a criminal like everybody likes to say about Michael Brown. You can't say that she was doing something wrong. She was just sitting in a car with her mom and her uh, and siblings. her siblings. She didn't do anything to deserve this. She's a child. Yeah, well, I'm guessing since that was bad, we're going to get on the ugly side. <laughs> on that we're so all... recently, Lifetime has released a docuseries called Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Yeah, so far, I've been watching this. I mean, there's another episode coming on tonight because I watched the first four episodes. Details about his life, how, you know, grew up in Chicago, he mm -hmm. couldn't read. Um so then as soon as he took off or went in the show on VGM, I forgot what the show was called, but uh -huh. he got a record deal, he took off, and like all these young protégés were thinking, you know, and because it was molested, the psychologist, the clinical psychologist was saying how, you know, when you're a victim of something, mm -hmm. you're abused, so then in your mind as a kid, thinking there are two people that in this world, the abuser and the abuse. So I'm going to be in power. I'm going to be mm -hmm. the abuser. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, look how well this translated, especially in R. Kelly's life, where he just had this obsession with teen girls. Yes. And I remember one of the background dancers and singers saying, yeah, I remember uh, I bring my friend to R. Kelly. And then I came to a court and she was bend over and R. Kelly was having sex with her and thinking uh -huh. that's certain things you shouldn't do. Right. And then another time was with the most famous case with Aaliyah. Yes, Aaliyah yeah. is a touchy subject for everybody. Yeah, so she, her uncle um, introduced her to her uh, R. Kelly when she was like 12. Uh-huh. So she said, you know, this is my niece, Aaliyah. Like, okay, then they took her in. They gave her, her that little street flavor look. Mm -hmm. So she gave her some baggy clothes because she used to be like tomboy or braces and tight fitting clothes. So they gave her 
baggy clothes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so then they were getting really, really close and they wrote an album called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Which lets let everybody who tries to use the defense, like uh, for Aaliyah, like saying that she wrote, she didn't write that album. That was all R. Kelly. Yeah. Trying so. to justify how he felt about this girl. Yeah. And the song, for those who never heard it, was about a young girl who wants to get with this older guy and go um, all the way with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it kind of sounds gross. So, and then the person said, like, yo, are you messing with Aaliyah? Like, no, of course. And they're like, okay, then I believe him. Mm-hmm. So then while they're on tour, one of the backup dancers, you know, they're fooling around. And, you know, when you're in one of those travel buses, you know, not much room. And then the door came open uh-huh. and she said she saw R. Kelly having sex with Aaliyah. And that's not something adults should do with a child. Yes. So then also... Uh, he pulled her over. Uh, so he pulled R. Kelly pulled his personal assistant like, yo, man, I got Aaliyah in trouble. Like thinking what's going on. Like we have to go to Chicago thinking mm-hmm. what for? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, we have to go arrange a marriage because I think Aaliyah's pregnant. Yeah. So she was 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. So then he said, OK, then I'll do what you want, Mr. Kelly. So he actually got falsified some documents mm-hmm. and say that she was 18. R. Kelly was 17 at the uh, 27 at the time, she right. was 15, so the mm-hmm. same was 18. The marriage got annulled. Right, when the parents found out. Yeah, yeah. so, and he said, like, pay $100, so make sure we don't tell about this. Bro, so, like, let, let's pause for a second here, though. Like, all he had to pay was $100. <laughs> Listen, if you were going to bribe me to not tell you, which never would happen, <laughs> by the way, just to do, like, a disclaimer, don't ever come up to me and try to be bribe me into not, like, snitching on you about you dating and then marrying a child. Like, I'm going to snitch. But if you, you someone's like, way more than $100 to even <laughs> let me think about it for an iota of a second. Okay? But please continue. Yeah, but she wasn't pregnant, thank God. Mm-hmm. And so, let's see. Let's and they were just, and story. they were just wondering, why were so many men, but really this obsession with teenage girls is not unique to R. Kelly. It really is not, though. Yeah, like we literally in 10 minutes compiled a whole list of, <laughs> of men just who have written songs or sang songs about just teenage girls or been in relationships with teenage girls. And they were they were too way too old. Yeah. Like. Or written songs about our singing. Uh-huh. Like, for example, uh, Elvis. Right? Yes, Elvis Presley. He met his um, future wife Priscilla when she was fourteen, and then which was um, they lived together on Graceland. Mm-hmm. Was said, and also the Beatles wrote the song "I Saw Her Standing There" yeah. and with the line "She was just seventeen, if you know what I mean." And also have another song, "Thank Heaven for Little Girls." Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I can't. And of course, let's see. Ted Nugent also wrote the song called Jailbait. Yeah, that's real obvious. At least, like with some of these other titles, you could be all like, "Oh, like I saw her standing there." Oh, that could mean anything. But Jailbait is a term that means a girl that's way younger than you and could send you ass to jail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> lyrics. I'm sorry for creeping you guys out. Well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. 13. I know you're just probably clean, which is kind of fucked up. Dude, 13 years old. A girl could do just started her goddamn period at 13. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, at least, like, 
if it's like 17, it's not any better, but at least it's 17, they're almost a legal adult. You're preying on a 13-year-old girl. You racist ass backwards. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my God. Who else? Chuck Berry. We yeah. didn't go into Chuck Berry. Yeah, I think he wrote a song called 16 Candles. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, I thought I had it up. I didn't. She's gross. And let's see. Steve Tyler. What did he write? Let's see. He said he slept with like one underage groupie. What was say when it was 20? Let's see. He has not lived happy life when through 13 till he impregnated her. I think she was like, I want to say 13. Wow. Mary Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. Yeah. Uh, so, and of course, you mentioned with today with Drake. Yeah, Drake actually, when the when the thing came out Thursday, the um, Surviving R. Kelly, when it came out Thursday, um, it, at the same time, Drake, a video of Drake kissing and fondling a 17-year-old girl actually came out. Um, so let me, let me go to the... Facts on that. Um, oh, and the day after surviving R. Kelly appeared, a disturbing video surfaced on Twitter featuring the rapper Drake. In the video shot years ago, he is seen taking a break from a. No, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> My phone was being rude to me. Um, don't do that. Um, taking a break from performing and welcomes a fan on stage from the audience, who's a young woman. Um, Drake kisses somebody actually like po like posted on the face on Twitter like Drake kisses underage girl learns she's underage then kisses her again but this time fondles her breasts. Ooh, he kisses her. Uh, they have they apologize the approval afterwards. He asks how old she is when he says she she says she's seventeen. The crowd erupts in laughter as if it's all some kind of joke, and then he says I can't go to jail yet, man. He's like, why do you look like that? Ooh. Well, look, I had fun. I don't know whether I should feel guilty or not, but I had fun. I like the way your breasts feel against my chest. I just want to thank you. Then kisses her face several times again before telling her goodbye. Uh, let's see. Um, Sounds hella gross, and I really hate this idea that you know how some girls develop early and thinking, you know, you know, you develop hips and breasts early. You know, you're not really 15. How old is 15, really? No, listen. Uh, I'm one of those girls who developed very early. Um, I pretty much have had these on my chest, these honking things since I was 12. Damn. So I like, and I know right now, even right now at 24 years old, if any man had tried tried to touch me, my daddy would probably go to jail because he'd kill somebody. <laughs> But if I was 12 and some man even looked at me wrong, my daddy would be in jail because he would have killed somebody. <laughs> so all I'm telling you is I don't care what you think my body looks like, what age you think it looks like. I'm 12 and you're going to get your ass beat because guess what? I'm going to tell my daddy. All right. And what's really sad to me kind of like walking with this, like how many times the parents 
and like the adults around these little girls, let's face it, I'm thinking if you're under 18, you're a kid to me. Uh-huh, I'm yeah. thinking um, that all these adults failed them. I mean, right. at one point thinking, you know what, Mr. Kells, I don't feel comfortable with that. You shouldn't like, you know, sleep with them. But they just seem so complicit. Like, yeah. and then like in Kentwood Academy, like he just hang around high school and just kind of get girls and he kind of like, Half the time with these girls who want to be in the music business, want to be singers, want right. to be dancers, he kind of like dangles them like, okay, you know what? You can probably be a singer of what? Just kind of stay with me and just do what I say. Yeah. And, you know. Power they, and balance. Yeah. yeah. Power and balance. They're young. They're inspired. Because, you know, this is R. Kelly. Yeah. He can take you places. You can't. No one can ever say that R. Kelly can't potentially take you places uh, uh professionally yeah but i mean of course like you said there were all these yes men all around them and it's a product of society i mean we literally only listed like maybe 10 of potentially thousands of like musicians artists not just singers but like recording uh God damn it, I forgot the word. You know, like people who make the music, people Producer. who pr- producers, yeah, like anybody who's behind the scenes. Like, let's not go into that Kesha thing. Like, yeah. you know, like like not even mentioning that. But like this is a culture. Like, this is a culture of men thinking that women maturing is it's it's like it's a power imbalance and then it's like i guess the older we get to them the more disgusting we are yeah because i'm guessing that's really experienced thinking "Eh, you're probably used up i'm thinking you just keep going young which is just fucking gross i mean this nigga r kelly and (laughs) thing is they were saying how r kelly was so ingrained in our culture, like bump and grind, uh-huh. uh, step in the name of love, sex me. And then also at the same time, he reads beautiful um, ballads, like I Believe I Can Fly. Right. Like he, like, I'm sorry. I don't think that you like an R. Kelly song, whether you know it or not, even if you just like deleted all the R. Kelly music off your phone, you probably still like, like an R. Kelly song. Some other artists. Has yeah. had a song written by R. Kelly or produced by R. Kelly. Yeah, like Lady Gaga worked with R. Kelly, Jay Z worked with R. Kelly. And this is when this was an open secret. Like, yeah, this like, is not news. Like, everyone in Chicago knows. I mean, this is even. Yeah, I mean, this, I even got to the P tape yet. So, but even so, that, so. And then he kind of like has these controls over these girls. So, you know, it starts small. He starts being a little bit vulnerable with them. Like, you know, I can't read. Can you teach me how to read? My mom died. And, you know, um, I was molested at a young age. So he shows this vulnerability to get these women. Then he said, okay, then, okay, we can have sex. Like he told this one girl um, who mm-hmm. wanted to be a single, like, you know, I'm a virgin. Can we, well, uh, can we make this my first time? Mm-hmm. And like, I want to make it a twosome. Mm-hmm. So she got this one girl cause she was 16. They bought another girl at the time, which mm-hmm. was uh sparkle niece, I believe. And she mm-hmm. was also on the P tape. They didn't say her name. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so see and then she's like talking to him she gives our kelly instructor you can't background dancers you can't talk to anyone else my dancer you can't talk to anyone else no one talks to each other so i remember she was saying hi to someone she shouldn't have mm-hmm. and then r kelly pulled her dragged her around like slapped her and thinking you're not supposed to sit, sit, talk to say anything to me you're just supposed to look at me or just look down 
See, bro, it's that it's that power imbalance, friend. It's it's disgusting. Like it, I was gonna say something, and then like you just told that whole story, and now I forgot completely what I was gonna say. <laughs> but I mean, it's all it's all just a like a, a general consists of fuck our Kelly, you know. Yeah, like, and even when the P tape drop. They say, okay, one, the young executive said to her, okay, I don't care if he is on, on tape. We can't afford to lose him. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Uh, I was grooming. That's, yeah, that's grooming. what I was going to say. It's grooming. Like, because I, Drake did that. We tried to do that with Millie Bobby Brown. Oof. Yeah, like he, like she, I think, was in an interview and she was talking about how he texted her all the time, you know, like he told her like things about, oh, we can be friends or whatever. Like, first of all, why are you talking to, isn't Millie Bobby Brown like 15? Yeah, I thought she was like talking like 13, 13 I mean, kind of like with Tyga when he's like 25 and Kylie Jenner was like 14. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry. Just can you please, just please, if a girl's age, if there's a one in front of her age, just don't do it. <laughs> like, just wait till there's a two at least. God, you're disgusting. Like, please. Like, oh my God. If there's a one, if there's no, if there's not two digits, and if the two digits have one in front of it, just don't, don't fuck with her. Just leave her the fuck alone. Oh, yeah. And then he just went and even with the P tape was going around, he still had people around and say, yes, sir. Mess, um, yes, everyone. So he's thinking, OK, go get me some girls. So go to the mall, go get some teenagers or his bodyguard say, yo, Mr. Kelly wants to talk to you or he wants you to call him. Mm-hmm. And he just fly them out to Chicago, fly them out here and there, and just kind of dangle things around them. Uh-huh. And half the time he records sex session because I remember she was saying this one six when she was sixteen. She said, "Okay, you have to go do this," and she starts to break down and crying. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? I mean, right. you're crying on them. I'm thinking she's just more shocked that okay, he's angry that he can't enjoy because I'm crying over the fact that I'm crying. Right. So then enough was enough. Mm-hmm. And think I think eventually she escaped. And even when he was on trial for child pornography, I mean, age ain't nothing but a number. But how about this number? 21 counts of child pornography Listen. and not guilty. Disgusting. And even during the trial for that, he still get his bodyguards looking for teenage girls like hell. Go give me that girl over there. I'm thinking, sure, Mr. Kells. No, dude. Well, I somebody told me, like, we have a bartender friend. She told me that R. Kelly was here recently mm. and that he was in their bar. And, uh, like, he had a whole section to himself or something. And he picked up some women from there or whatever, from their bar, and he left with them. And she was like, it was gross. She said because she had to serve him. It was gross. Like, she had to give him mm. his drinks and all that. So... Maybe one of these days we should have her come in. Who knows? Uh, but, <laughs> like, yeah, she was like, they probably have to sign non-disclosure agreements. He's probably got this all. He's It's a game to him. He's got it all figured out. And it's just, I can't. Like, it's just yeah. His ex-wife thinking, yeah, he probably has a God complex. He yeah. probably, he probably does. Yeah, because a lot of people thinking they're just really amazed he's a great singer. I'm thinking, yes, R. Kelly is a great singer. Who doesn't love Trap in the Closet or I Believe I Can Fly? I mean, a song that sing in black churches, um, kindergarten graduations, high school graduations. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. Right. 
But at the same time, the man is a criminal and people just keep saying yes. And it's even sadder to me that there are even some people on Twitter that keeps defending like, oh, yeah, those girls should know to say no. I'm thinking, dude, it's, it's, a, it's, it's they're a minor. Minors cannot. Let me make something clear to you. OK, minors can't even go to the doctor by themselves. OK, <laughs> you minors don't have they barely have any rights. Okay, um, like they can't even sign their own fucking documentation <laughs> until they're 18 years old. You really expect me to be all like, you should know to say no. What the fuck? No. I mean, if it's any other crime, I don't say, oh, you got shot. You should have known not to be around someone with a gun. Like, or you got robbed. You should know, you know, take better care of locking your doors and shit. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh my gosh, I got mugged. I guess I shouldn't wear any jewelry ever again <laughs> in my life. Like, what the, that, no, nobody says that. Why is it, it just goes back to rape culture. Why is it whenever it has something to do with a woman that it's like, oh, well, why didn't you say no? Why were you wearing that? Why yeah. did you go to that place? I'm thinking Why especially with this? any sex victim. Right. I'm thinking like, oh, you could have said no, you could have gone away. But really it's a power bound. Let's say it's a family friend right. or especially. If like, you're young, like if you're, especially if you're very young and yeah. you've like, and you thought you could trust this person, like, and they essentially brainwashed you. What are you supposed to, you go and you're like, they did this to me. And like, everybody's kind of like, Oh, yeah, you should have said no. I trusted this person. I thought that they were, you know, like yeah. uh, they had their best interest, but they don't. Like, and it's just you can't. There, there is no. I don't care what you say. There is no reason anybody like yeah. should have sex with minors, should rape anyone ever. Yeah, there's no good reason. Then just like there's no good reason for you to get robbed, or you for you to get shot, or for you to get like. Like yeah, and also I remember with one time with this girl say, okay, she took one of the sex tapes that she made with R. Kelly because you know sometimes he likes to record himself, and she went to the proper authority thinking, hey, this is who I am. I was underage, and here's the sex tape that R. Kelly gave me, and they're like, nah, it's not true. You're just trying to make money. I'm thinking, yeah, that's perfectly why I'll go to the authorities with the sex tape because right. I want to make money. And Even this is embarrassing for me. Like it's. It's a sex tape, dude. Like, do you think people just... Not everybody is Kim Kardashian, okay? They don't just make money off of sex tapes. That's not what happens. I just... It pisses me off so much. Yeah, <laughs> and there is video evidence, especially on the P tape. I mean, for those who were around that time or probably even seen it, they said there's even someone yelling in the background when he, like, gives money to this young girl who I think is, like, 13, 14. Like, every family member and her friends say, yeah... That is her on that tape. And then, you know, the girls say, nah, it's not fine. It almost reminds me of the episode of Boondocks mm -hmm. with the R. Kelly. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, niggas love R. Kelly. And there's still people today still defending that. I think we we as a culture should cancel R. Kelly. Cancel I mean, me. Drake, you're on the chopping block. Listen, you need to bitch shape the fuck up okay because if you touch i'm pretty sure if he touches millie bobby brown people are going to like ask him like because millie bobby brown is the beloved star of stranger things okay they're not gonna let that happen like <laughs> right? okay so you need to just stay away just please like i said if there's a two in front of her age no if it's two followed by zero through nine or up go ahead but if it's like less there's a one if there's even, even if she's 18, even if she's 19, just don't, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't, just to be, just don't do it. 
Like, and we have so few, like, good black male, like, yeah. representatives. I mean, bless you, Terry Crews. I love yes. the fuck out of that man. And Barack Obama. And Barack Obama. I mean, what's his face? Is I I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he's in some hot water right now. Like, yeah, you know. I heard something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm like lukewarm thinking. Right, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm to. waiting for more information. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, I need y'all to get your act together, okay? Please, black men, please. We already have bad influences as it is, okay? Nobody trusts us. Everybody thinks we're animals. So I need you to stop fucking acting like it. Um, maybe I'm Nick, I'm Nick Cannon. He seems like a pretty wholesome Nick dude. Cannon recently said that he would give a, an option to his wife if she didn't want to work. He like, I'm going to take care of you, boo. I was like, you're a Nick Cannon. Yeah, especially in Wild and Out. I mean, he's a really swell guy. I mean, he had to go yes. take like... Okay, Mariah Carey divorced your ass jokes and the fact that he hasn't done anything good since drumline jokes. Right. I mean, I mean but on a daily basis and Timothy De La Ghetto work with him and say, yeah, he's a humble guy. Yeah, see, like, I, we need more Terry Cruises and Nick Cannons and Barack, Obama. and Barack Obamas. Please, please. Um, Kevin Hart is on the shitter too now. I think Don yeah. Lemon attacked him for something the other day. Yeah, because I remember when he made like tweets, he said he'll be devastated if his son played with doll because at that point he would be gay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He did say that. And he said he would bust a dollhouse over their head. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with He you? said I was older. So I'm guessing but, that. I mean, regardless, if it was older or not, I mean, I mean it was an old to be one. funny. Like you should have deleted the tweet. You should apologize. You should dis. You should be like, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, I think he, he did that. He went on Ellen and said, Yeah, I'm sorry. It was back in the day. I learned because you know I'm supporting the gay community, LBGT or something like that. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So, I, but I think at first he refused to apologize for it. Well, it's, with the Oscars thing, he refused. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm not gonna apologize again. But I think he's gotten so much pressure now because people have discovered it that he had to. I mean, and cool. Like if. Like, you've changed, cool, prove it. Like, just don't, don't make those kind of, don't, don't make those kind of jokes. Anymore. I mean, if you want to count The Rock, I mean, he's half. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, he's so wholesome and he lays the smack of down smell. Uh -huh. la, 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 the rock are you is... smelling what The Rock is cooking? Oh, the Titans games are coming up. Oh, yeah. You gonna watch her? Yeah, they already came out. Yes, um... Anyways, or anything else? We were gonna talk about Bird Box, but I've only seen like a little bit of it, and it was kind of upsetting when somebody explained later that it was a monster thing, and I was like, "That's boring." Even though you couldn't see the monster, but they said my mom actually said that she read somewhere that they did a test run with a monster, and it freaked people the fuck out. And I was like, "Whoa, well, okay." <laughs> But it's just like it's basically another monster flick where something comes to kill humanity. Blah blah blah. It's boring. I thought it would have been it would have been more interesting to me if it was just people were like psychologically yeah. just trying to take themselves out. You know. Yeah. Like it would have been it would have been more. But you know, it's a still a concept and it was cool. What did you find out about Kevin? Okay, so let's see. In CNN, Don Lemon opened up as a member of both the African American and LBGT call for a deep response from comedian 
Kevin Hart renewed controversy of his defunct Oscar hosting game. Lemon mm-hmm. addressed the spectacle of Hart's Thursday appearance on Ellen Dendra's top show, which was widely criticized for Hart perceiving victimhood over backlash to read mm-hmm. homophobic tweets and degenerate empathetic support of his return to Oscar job with Mayfound Tone Deaf. Someone like Kevin Hart won the biggest megaphones in the entire world. He can be a leader. He can help change homophobia in the black community, something Kevin's old Twitter address, but in the wrong way. Yeah, I feel like, well, I haven't seen the thing, so I can't really say what the tone was, but I don't know. It just seems to me like from what I've been hearing from other people. Now, again, yeah. I don't, I haven't seen it, so I yeah. don't know. I'm only going off of what other people are saying. Yeah. But like from what other people are saying, he just kind of seems like he is taking this victim mentality. Like, yeah. oh, what was me? Like, it was just a past tweet. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, listen, own up to your shit. Say that you're sorry. Tell people you're not like that anymore and then prove it. Like, don't just sit up here and be all like, well, I'm sorry. You're a man, baby. Stop. Yeah, they said those views of the LBG people in the black community have consequences. For example, 44% of the homeless gay youth in America are black. He said that's Uh huge. Remember, black people only make up 12% of the U.S. population. Among homeless transgender youth, transgender youth, 62% 62% of them are black. Those girls were likely kicked out of their homes or had to run away because of who they are. Yeah, because they were getting beat over the head with dollhouses like you suggested in yeah. a tweet. And especially with the black culture. I mean, we're at one, we're hella religious as a yes. culture. Oh my God. So, and it seems like, oh, you, if you're gay or transgender, you're going to hell. I'm thinking, really? That's the thing we're going to hell for? Not the fact that, you know, there's bum dudes who create baby mamas. Uh-huh. There's like a pedophilic uncle who rapes people when they go to sleep. Yeah, there's a stuff like serial that. cheater in my family, like who just sires on the. T- really? Um, yeah. But I'm going to go to hell because I like to, I don't know. Yeah. If you're a dude, I like to suck dick. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. no one's going to mention the fact that you can't wear mixed fabric or, or eat pork or, or shellfish. I mean, tell to people in Louisiana that, yeah, it's a sin to eat shellfish. People are going to crazy. They'd be like, child, please. <laughs> You alive, the Lord is my shepherd. Or how many people have sex outside the sanctity of marriage? Exactly. I'm thinking, okay, then. I mean, if being gay is an issue, I'm thinking we have bigger issues to <laughs> solve. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, but we are running out of time. We only so. have 10 minutes left. Uh, well, no, less than 10 minutes. So, anything else you want to talk about? Is it any. Uh, do we have time to do some advice? <laughs> I don't know if we have time to do some advice. Okay. We still haven't gotten any of your, like, while she's looking for something, we still haven't gotten any of your emails for any advice. So in the new year, I challenge you for a New Year's resolution to email allconfrontation at gmail.com so that we can give you our beautiful, beautiful advice on your issues. Now, granted, it's going to be blunt as fuck, but we love you. <laughs> and we want to hear from you. Uh, we want your feedback. So uh, feel free to check us out on Twitter, obviously, LadyBlur94. And uh, um, okay. I just forgot my handle. Look at me. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Lady. Alley Muse, yeah. Yes, and I'm Lady Blurred ninety four on Instagram. Yeah, those are my. That's the Instagram. Um, okay. So check out the gram. Email us on Gmail. Give us your advice so that we can answer your questions. Because I really want to help you, people, okay. my listeners. I love this you. One, I think it might be a pretty long one. I. Where's the twenty three female? Can't tolerate my father's 
He's 59 male. Ideologist manipulation anymore. I don't know what to I'm do. I'm preparing to leave my abusive family and want to prepare so that my new life that I worked hard for isn't jeopardized in any way. Oh, that's that's difficult. Let's see. Let's get the short. Let's get the like what I'm gonna do with my English teacher told me to do and get the first and the last sentence. Okay. My father grew up in a non-religious, culturally patriarchal family. I later grew up to be obsessively religious. Okay. This meant that I grew up unable to have much of a life outside of home and school, and this is Stunted me from a social perspective. So he's misogynistic and hypocritical. Um, cover their hair. Stay out of public view. No social media. Uh, let's see. On the flip side, my father is quite successful and wealthy and lives a pretty extravagant life by comparison. Wears expensive clothing, well knows exposition, triathlete, travels often, social life, and frequently at home. Um, and, but he came from a poor family. Uh, so he's worked hard or whatever. But he's basically been flaunting his success and wealth to us while expecting us to wear monochromatic, shapeless clothing and barely leaving the house. God damn it. He sounds like a dictator. <laughs> I feel the need to say that I was not a problematic child growing up, but I did try to stand up for myself at quite a young age, protesting the quality of education I was receiving and how I was essentially isolated from reality. Um, he abused her. He would lock her up at home without phone or internet. Mother and siblings has always taken this as a deterrent to sort of rebellious behavior. Um, docile, they've grown to be docile, the kiss up to him. Um, let's see, my brother is less effective, obviously, because he is a dick. Um, they she was like, nah, fam, I'm not doing that. You don't interact with her, and it's been extremely difficult. What is Gad? She suffers from Gad. What is that? Let's look that up real quick while I keep reading. He's manipulated them, fired spies. Oh, he's manipulated them into thinking he's hired spies, installed cameras. Generalized anxiety disorder. Wow. Um, he's a likable person outside of the home. Of course he is. He sounds like a narcissist. Um, nobody knows their, their situation. And he's insanely temperamental and would often have screaming fits at home in response to ridiculous things like not having a certain dish for dinner. So she's decided to start a silent rebellion. She was sent to a poor school um, because she's female and her father's like, nah, fam. Um, let's see, uh, uh, what else? I also love my studies and becoming comfortable and successful at an early stage in my field. So she obviously went to school later on in life. Um, obviously this life disappeared from view whenever I returned home. She had to hide all the evidence. Um, she's graduating with a master's, go girl. Um, I'm at home for at least six months. I have a new job now and I'm able to make some sort of living working at a local university, but my life has been condensed once again to the miserable existence I had before I moved away. So I'm going to work to, to, uh, during the day. I can tolerate this for a few months, I hope, but I've been quickly falling into depression, okay? Uh, when I leave this time, it will be for good. As I reach a point in my career where I'll be present at work conferences and public view, my family will have no problem figuring out the person they've become. Um, I want to be prepared for either scenario. They'll, oh, they'll somehow try to bring her back home or take me away from her new life or we'll cut her off. So she wants to be prepared. What can she do to make sure it's not jeopardized? Uh, also, most of her friends don't know about it. So. That is a lot to unpack. That is. Uh, so your father sounds like a narcissistic asshole wrapped up with misogyny and um, some, some control issues basically um i do how let me think listen i would you're a grown adult it sounds yeah. like 
you can make your own decisions. You make your own money. You're about to get a fucking master's, a PhD even, I yeah. think is what she's going yeah, for. Yeah, like a, she's going to get a PhD position. Uh-huh. One thing I think she's worried about, especially is with her other siblings. Mm-hmm. And I guess where that's the concern that comes in. And it seems like this dude is a hella influential guy, is what uh-huh. you were saying with the other comments. Yes. Saying that um, he has unsavory tied to a local governance, not necessarily opposed to things like kidnapping, sorry, false I call victim to this while even a Western country that kind of sounds hella fucked up. So yeah. I'm thinking it is a tightrope that she's walking. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm not sure she could probably save her siblings somehow to probably give them a better life. Yeah, like I was about to say, maybe you can I don't know, like it's risky though to just try to like I guess record him and his like behavior while you're there. To, I guess, present to the, uh, to the police to, to pr- like, kind of get, like, CPS called on him. And then maybe you can take custody of the kids. But that's, like, an extreme situation. But, again, this is an extreme situation in itself. Okay. Because I think she said that she's, I think she's working in the U.S. I'm not sure what country her father is from. Right. So it sounds like they're probably running on a heavy honor culture. Yeah. Yeah, shitty one. Yeah, shitty yeah. heavy all awesome. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can say to do if your siblings are your main concern, because obviously you're an adult and like, you know, like he can't totally control you unless, like you say, he goes as far as to kidnap you mm-hmm. and, you know, attempt it. Like, but the only thing I can say for you while you're there, you try to get as much evidence against him as you can. If you really do feel like this is that bad of a problem and you feel like your family is in jeopardy and yourself. Yeah. So you get as much evidence against him as you can and you try to see if you can get him put in jail. Like, um, that's the only thing I really can think of. Yeah, and I'm thinking with this guy, he's a super duper well-respected physician, travels, and a misogynistic dick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking probably do your best to probably get your siblings out. I mean, the Uh craziest thing you do is, like, smuggle them out. Bruh, like, if you have to smuggle them out and change your identity, I mean, do what you got it. But, like, that's that's terrible, and I would wish it on no one. Um, But, I mean, you got to do what you can do. I was about to say hire a hitman, but please don't do that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, You'll go to jail. But, um, uh, yeah, all we have... Less than two minutes. Anything yeah, else? So. Well, everyone, probably be honest. Don't be afraid to probably call up toxic culture, mm-hmm. especially with toxic masculinity. Oh, of, yes, like, we need to fight yes, that. man. Beyonce yes. asks us to go vegan. Would you ever do that? I don't know. Probably not for me. Uh, yeah, no, I can't completely give up meat because you see, I'm from Louisiana and that's just not in my blood. But, I mean, I would eat vegan once a week if if we, were, if we were with our friend she's vegetarian vegan whatever oh i thought she gave that up did she give that up yeah i think she said she's eating like chicken mm. see even she couldn't do shit so um <laughs> i mean girl i'm gonna try to eat healthier i mean clean but um i think that's it um like i said email us on all confrontation at gmail.com put advice in the uh subject line so that i'll actually read your email i mean well let's be honest i'll read all your emails <laughs> but like i so i know it's an advice thing um check us out on lady blurred 94 on instagram and nikki alley muse for me um where i'm gonna try to be more active on there it's like a new year's resolution for me too to, to like attempt to be better and um that's it.
gotta go now, guys. Bye. Bye.